Welcome to Scoop with Steve Football. Welcome to another episode of the Scuba Sea Football Podcast. My name is Stephen Clinton. I'm your host here, and I'm running through all 32 NFL teams in preparation for the 2021 season. So today, going through the Jacksonville Jaguars depth chart. So uh, going to be as much te- uh, change in Jacksonville as in any uh, organization in the NFL entering 2021, which is what you'd expect. Uh, ownership uh, did a full sweep at the leadership level. So Jacksonville has a new GM in Trump, Trump Balky, new head coach in uh, Urban Meyer, uh, course uh, coached at Ohio State Florida uh, before that Utah and Bowling Green and is now transitioning from the broadcast booth to the NFL level and then uh, first overall pick Trevor Lawrence who uh, was a phenom at Clemson uh, certainly was some debate uh, about who is the best prospect at the end of the road uh, Lawrence did of course go number one overall in the 2021 NFL draft but there's a uh, really no debate about who uh, which quarterback has put together the most impressive I mean I guess six to seven year resume of any quarterback to ever enter into the NFL draft. Uh, you know, Lawrence was the number one guy from wire to wire in his high school recruiting class. Number one guy from wire to wire in college won the national title at Clemson consistently played in big time games. So, uh, definitely a guy who, uh, it seems like right place, uh, right time to have the number one overall pick in the NFL draft when a guy like Trevor Lawrence is coming out. So I'll start by talking about the offense in Jacksonville. I, I guess I'll actually start with some overarching thoughts about the team and, just sort of the general philosophy to roster building we saw from them this offseason. I thought that looking at them uh, next to the Detroit Lions, another team that is starting with a new regime, um, was was very interesting just in that the Detroit Lions put a, a really strong emphasis on building on the offensive and defensive lines, whereas the uh, – Jacksonville Jaguars put more of an emphasis on building on the perimeters, whether that be with skill players on offense or with uh, secondary players on defense. So, you know, no, no right way or wrong way, in my opinion, just, you know, di- very different approaches. Uh, you know, teams have won in a wide variety of, of fashions in the NFL. So, um, you know, while I personally might lean towards the, uh, the line approach, uh, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see how this shakes out. And I'm glad that there are teams that are, are looking at it differently and, and building rosters in in various ways it makes the nfl a whole lot more interesting so um in any case uh, speaking of those weapons on offense the uh jaguars added a veteran marvin jones from the detroit lions um in a, in free agency and then they also added uh travis Etienne, uh lawrence's teammate from clemson with a, a pick in the first round there i think that jones is a really really nice addition to this wide receiver room you've got dj uh, chark who if he's healthy um you know dealt with some injuries last year and wasn't as effective in the second half of the year but when he's right he's a he's a big bodied downfield threat i guess that the staff here has really challenged him to get you know bigger and stronger uh which could help him uh play with more consistency avoid injuries that sort of stuff which would be great to see because uh, chark has definitely been an excellent nfl receiver when he's uh, been right over the pa- uh, past couple of years here so it would be great to see him on um, playing like that on a more consistent basis and Jones uh, as I was saying should be a very nice compliment ac- across from him because Jones you know he, he doesn't have the afterburners the way he did early in his career in Cincinnati when he was as good a deep ball tracker as anybody in the league but Jones has been around for a long time for a reason and he's still just an outstanding route runner uh, has a great feel for um, when to cut off his routes underneath to create a lot of separation. Uh, it was a very consistent target for the Detroit Lions over the past couple of years here, and it will just provide Lawrence with a really professional route runner in his first season as an NFL starting quarterback, which can only help. I think that 
uh, it's going to be interesting to see exactly how this offense functions because you've got uh, reports of a guy like Travis Etienne uh, getting some work at receiver in addition to the presence of LaVisca Chenault on this roster. And, you know, LaVisca's a guy, it's been interesting because, you know, uh, he seems like such a great fit for the kind of Percy Harvin role that has been filled in various uh, versions of the Urban Meyer offense. Uh, you know, last year, Chenault, his numbers are aren't great because he gets so many of his touches in the short areas uh, but w on film you just see a guy who's an extremely explosive athlete and uh, brings a lot of power as a, a skill player and is just a guy that you know you, you should want to be able to get the the ball in a guy like this his hands in your offense so I'm really interested to see what sort of a role they construct for him uh, between Daryl Bubble as the offensive coordinator and Erman Meyer as the head coach and I'm kind of an offensive minded guy uh, see, see what Chenault's got a role for if he has one at all or if it's you know them signing Jamal Agnew who kind of has that skill set as well and played for the Detroit, Detroit Lions last year or for them to try to uh, move Etienne more in that direction uh, It'll also be interesting to just see this running back rotation shake out. James Robinson was really good as a rookie last year. Uh, you know, he's not a huge guy, but he does uh, run with a good contact balance and a lot of physicality, uh, good instincts within the tackles as a capable receiver. So I think that he's, he's a very good player in his own right. Uh, Etienne, and profile on him is he, you know, is an explosive player, uh, has great, great long speed uh, here, all sorts of incredible comparisons to this guy obviously won in the first round so it'll be interesting to see him on the field and what kind of a role they have for him uh you know whether taking a running back in the, in the first round on a team that you know has issues in a lot of other areas i think that there's a debate to be had there uh certainly but uh at the same time if atn can provide this jaguars offense with an explosive option out of the backfield for the first four years of lawrence's contract then i don't think there's going to be you know a, a huge amount of complaining a year or two from now uh, one room that cer certainly, you know, just going to be adequate is tight end. They don't really have a weapon of the position, obviously. Insert Tim Tebow joke here, I guess. But uh, Chris Manhurts is a capable blocker. James O'Shaughnessy is a decent player in the, in the short to intermediate areas, but you, you don't have a big-time threat there. But with the receiving group that they have, uh, with the running backs that they have, I, I think that Lawrence has more than enough to work with in, in his rookie season here. Uh, over on the defensive side of the ball, uh, I think that the Jaguars have done a really nice job uh, addressing the back end of the defense. Last year, I thought the safety play uh, was a real weak point for this group and a, a big reason they gave up a lot of explosive plays throughout the season and uh, made it uh, you know very difficult for the rest of the, the defense to play because there was very little structure with uh, that many plays going over the top. So they bring in Rayshon Jenkins from the Los Angeles Chargers, who's had two very good years for the Chargers. I think he's at his best as a half-field safety or playing down as the strong safety in the box in, in cover three looks. Um, but he's also capable of playing out in center field if need be. Uh, Gerard Wilson, who, uh, who was on the team last year, is, you know, I thought Wilson was solid when he was able to play last year. He dealt with some injuries, but he's, you know, another guy who uh, really good um, in the half field, I think, and uh, f fits well. So if he's available, I think that he and Rayshon should be a solid tandem. They'll be pushed by the rookie Andre Sisco that was drafted at the top of the third round. Uh, obviously, but, you know, that's a high pick, so it's going to be interesting to see how he slots into that um, and gives – Jacksonville a lot of a lot of options at the position uh, at corner uh, they've you know signed Sha Shaquille Griffin uh, to a big contract Griffin's been you know I think a plus player he's, I don't think he's an elite corner but I do think he's a very good corner when he's on his game uh, played that way consistently for Seattle when he was healthy he did have some injuries at times um, but you know he's a physical player good tackler I think he'll he'll do a nice job for them um, 
CJ Henderson to me is the big X factor. I mean, Henderson was incredible in the first game of the season last year. Uh, he showed the ability to do a lot of things, cover in man, uh, you know, make good reads and drop off in zone to, to make that pick on Philip Rivers, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, very, very talented player. Uh, did not play to the same level he played in the first game the rest of the season and then went down with injury midway through the season. But if he comes back and is, you know, close to the player that he showed he can be, he's going to be a big problem for NFL wide receivers. Uh, they've also got Sidney Jones on the roster, who I thought uh, made a huge step forward in his first year with Jacksonville. Just looked much more comfortable than he ever did in Philadelphia. I thought that he got challenged deep on a pretty good, pretty regular basis, especially when he got thrown in there and he was up for the challenge and, and competing against those balls. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how uh, kind of these next few years of Jones's career uh, go. It did not look great when he was leaving Philadelphia, but I thought he did a lot to revive his value last year. Uh, they've also got Tyson Campbell, who they picked at the top of the second round. So, you know, another premium pick um, at corner um, and in the secondary. So they, they added several uh, several big name players between Shaquille Griffin, Rashawn Jenkins, Tyson Campbell, and Andre Sisco. So you would expect this secondary to take a big step forward this year. Uh, at linebacker, uh, they've got two guys in Miles Jack and Joe Schobert who are really mobile linebackers. Uh, bring great, bring you know, in, in Jack's case particularly, great athleticism to the position. I think they're both good in coverage, uh, good reading things. Uh, neither one of them um, really strike me as guys who are great at, at playing downhill against the run and triggering and anticipating that sort of thing to, to get tackles for loss and, and the like. Um, it would be nice to, to see them get a little bit more of that from the linebacker position but at the same time you know this is a highly compensated pair and they should be able to make a lot of plays for them in in, in several different areas and certainly bring good speed to the, the linebacker position They'll also add damian wilson from the kansas city chiefs who's done, done a good job in, in some different respects for steve spagnola's def defense so be interesting to see how he factors in as as the third uh linebacker there up front uh the one big Name addition was Malcolm Brown. Um, they also added a few role players like uh, Jihad Ward, Roy Robertson Harris, Adam Gotsis. Um, and, and I guess really you could say that Malcolm Brown is a role player as well. He played for the Saints last year. He played for the Patriots on his rookie deal. Uh, was a former first round pick, but bit, big bodied guy inside for, to play in the base package. Uh, we'll see, we'll see uh, if the trio of first rounders in, in the defensive front uh, have better years than they did last year. Josh Allen was very good as a rookie, uh, had some struggles last year in his second year. Caleb on Chasen, first round pick last year, did not have huge impact as a rookie. Um, and, and in these guys' defense, you know, there, there was, as I said earlier, not a whole lot of structure in this defense. It wasn't an optimal situation to be making plays, especially as a young player. So I don't think that either of these guys are, you know, really, you know, have had their careers washed down the river just because they didn't have a great 2020. But it, they, it is going to be interesting to see how they play early this year because they, they're both in a position where they need to start upping the production if they're going to cap, um, you know, live up to those first-round expectations. They've also got Taven Bryant at defensive tackle. He's near the end of his, his contract. He hasn't ever really played up to, you know, the impact level you might hope for from a first-rounder, but he uh, can definitely uh, get some penetration as part of a rotation. Also, I thought Davon Hamilton uh, did a nice job for them at defensive tackle last year. Just, you know, one of those dudes who's just a house of a man on base downs. Uh, not going to be a big pass rusher or anything like that, but I do think Davon Hamilton has a, a place in a rotation. So, you know, 
it's going to be on those former first round picks really bouncing back and, and maybe playing at a higher level for them to get a, a ton out of this defensive line this year, just with the fact that they made their investments elsewhere in, in the first year. But uh, this was also the first year of uh, what should be a lengthy overhaul with uh, Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. They're going to need a lot of players during the Trevor Lawrence uh, era. If uh, all goes as planned with, with their uh, highly drafted signal caller. Uh, so we'll see uh what the, what the plan is as uh, Trent Baalke and Urban Meyer move forward here. But, you know, at this point, the Jacksonville Jaguars look like they're a much better team than last year. I, I don't think that they're going to be uh, run over the way they were last year. I think that this is going to be a more difficult team to play against in 2021. Um, you know, I think that a, a playoff run, um, it, short of the Titans and, and Colts both falling off, I, I think that might be a little bit of a stretch in, in year one under Lawrence. But, hey, you know, we've seen a guy like Justin Herbert play the way he the, he did last year. Um, if Lawrence plays like that out of the gate, then the playoffs certainly are not a question for this Jacksonville Jaguars team. So be definitely uh, super excited to see uh, the Clemson product out on the NFL field here. So. Uh, to check out more of my content, check out uh, my website at scubacfootball.com. I'm writing up articles on these teams as well. So if you want to uh, hear even more or uh, read even more about the Jacksonville Jaguars, you can do that there. I'm also posting all these AFC South podcasts and videos, so check those out. And if you'd like more content from me, I'm also uh, known as the professor over at Beer Life Sports. So uh, until next time, everyone, hope you uh, have an awesome day.